0: It's draft week, ladies and gentlemen, an exciting draft week at that for the Chicago Bears in which we have a lot of questions around. them. we're going to talk about some of the biggest questions that could affect the Chicago Bears in the NFL draft. We're also going to talk about Luke Getzey saying Justin Fields is our guy, which we already knew. We're going to do that, set the tone, get hype. It's draft week. It's going to be a fun week here around Chicago Bears since we're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Alright Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears Later, Right off the top, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes, that's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Shaw Bears Central on every social media platform, but let's get into it. So. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Luke Getzey was interviewed and uh, with Lewis Reddick, and Lewis Reddick said this. He said, I have talked to Luke Getzey down in Alabama for Bryce Young Pro Day, and I was like, hey, do, are you down here looking at these quarterbacks? You're trying to find one? And he said, nope, we got our guy. We just need to help him out, protect him, and get him weapons, and we're doing a pretty good job of it. We have a good start, and he could not agree more. So at the end of the day is this, Right. We know that Justin Fields, we thought one of the questions coming into this that were the right or wrong was, hey, are the Bears going to consider going quarterback here? And I'm glad that the Bears ended up answering that question. But Luke Getze saying that they have our guy is what we all expect. We've seen it, right? The the proof is in the pudding. One of the things that I always like to say is that if rather than words, right? Because I, I feel like personally in life and in sports, anybody can fix their mouth to say anything. It's all about what you do and what you show. And I feel like they've shown going out and getting DJ Moore in that deal, who's. Not a lot of people expected the Bears to be able to get a player like DJ Moore to add to this team, right? Getting that, hopefully getting this offensive line together as well. Um, In in the, in the draft, they have bet on Justin Fields in a major way. And when you look at the way that Justin Fields was able to be really dynamic, albeit not passing a lot, hopefully we see a little bit more of that. And Luke Getze needs to be one of the people that is most bought in. We need to see more from Luke Getzi Now, th- there are some reasons for why some of his play calling was questionable. We've shown some flashes of some amazing play calling, especially on first drives during the season for the Bears. And the way that the Bears' offense grows this this offseason is going to be huge, and it's going to be telling. And so, you know, just just to watch the growth of the offense, hopefully with improving that, that offensive line, which the, my doubt around them, I know some Bears fans have doubt about how well the Bears are going to improve that offensive line um in this draft, but I think the Bears are going to do a damn good job. When you look at the depth of the offensive line that you can get even further in later rounds in this draft, in day two, the Bears are going to improve this offensive line considerably. I think they're going to get at least one immediate starting piece on this offensive line, and they're going to get some guys that they may groom that may end up being starters by the end of the season or at the start of next season, and I think that's that's a good position for the Bears, and Luke Getzey as well. He has a lot of questions, and many questions around Justin Fields and other pieces on this team. Luke Getzey being the, the one who orchestrates that offense, who needs to bring it all together together, how he draws up this plan, this dynamic offensive plan that we hope to see when you have Claypool, you have Mooney, you have DJ Moore, you have those players now with an improved offensive line, two damn good tight ends as well, and Cole Komet and Robert Tanyan. And then you have the running back. Yeah, we lost, uh, we lost, uh, Monty, but at the same time, now we have, uh, Deontay Foreman and we also have Khalil Herbert, who, by the way, happy birthday to Khalil Herbert. Luke Getzey, it's his time to really show what he can be as an offensive, uh, what? how dynamic is this offense going to be? Last season, we know. We brought in Claypool. Then Mooney went down. You didn't really have a chance to integrate Claypool. You got DJ Moore early in the offseason this year. That plan should have started being drawn up. And when we come into OTAs, things like that, to, to bring that together, we should hopefully see a more formalized version of whatever Luke Getse's offense is going to be earlier in the season next season just by nature of when we went out and got these deals, the players that we had improving this offensive line, hopefully, things like that. So, Hey, Luke Getzi betting in uh, buying into Justin Fields, we we all knew it, right? We just need to see it now. How that's gonna change the play calling for the Chicago Bears going into next season. Now, we know that we have the draft coming up in just a few days. We're gonna have a live stream here. If you guys didn't know, we'll get it posted early scheduled so you guys can, you know, be notified once we go live and stuff like that. I'll work on the thumbnail and stuff for that. You gotta have a creative thumbnail for the draft, right? Um, but with that said, um, the draft is this week and it's gonna be an exciting one. But there are a couple of questions that depending on the answers to these questions, could really change what the outlook of the of the draft is for the Chicago Bears. The first one is, right? And this is one that we've talked a lot about here, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Does Jalen Carter fall to number nine for the Chicago Bears? The answer to that, and will they draft him, right? It seems like the conversation has kind of turned towards if he's there, the Bears are going to draft him, whereas there are some questions up and down before. But if he does fall to number nine, which I personally still think is unlikely, but if he does fall to number nine and the Bears do take him, all right, how does that now change the dynamic of it? If you get a talent like that, a talent that many people, if you would have been able to stay in the top four to five, would have expected Jalen Carter to go that area, and I still do. I do not think he gets past Detroit at number six personally. But if you luck up some way and get Jalen Carter at number nine, how? Like, what does that do for the rest of you? Just, that is a top-level talent That is that if, if it wasn't for the character and motor concerns, it would, would, would be much higher than that, right? Seattle number five, Detroit number six, I don't personally see him get past it, but if he does and he falls to the Chicago Bears, how, what does that mean for the Bears the rest of the draft, right? What does that mean that you are doing the other areas of the defensive line and the offensive line? That could completely change the outlook of the Bears. And as well, if he falls there and, you, and the Bears aren't willing to draft him, even though, there's there, like I said, the conversations seem to change on that, you move down again, what haul can you get at that point for a player that would be that's at number nine. That many people view as one of the top five talents in this draft, and that brings us to the next one, right? Do the Bears trade down again in this draft, right? And you know, when you look at the quarterbacks that could fall and things like that, that that opportunity absolutely exists. There is probably going to be a quarterback, right, that falls to number nine, and if they do. And if the Bears get a deal and a package together that is worthy of trading down again to where they still feel like they can get a hell of a haul and and, and improve in the positions that they need to improve in, that really changes the outlook for the Bears as well. That makes that draft, uh, you know, do you trade down and get more picks in this draft? Do you trade down in, with that, that Steelers uh, proposal where you get 17 and number 32, which you can still get two starters at that position? I mean, at those draft picks as well. Um, and so – what is the value that you can get in potentially trading down again, right? We already have two first-round picks in 2024, right? So it's not it's not hard to assume that Ryan Poles is going to be an act because we're still far away, right? And still even in this draft, no matter how many starters it projects that the Bears could get in this draft, you still have to look at, there are going to be draft picks that don't necessarily work out. There's still going to be holes that we need to fill either way. So Ryan Poles, if he's able to get some more future picks and top of picks this draft, and go and and add that to what we have as far as in in our in our uh cachet, right? It can help the Bears in future and or in right now, whatever they do. But that is another big question surrounding the Chicago Bears in this in this draft. And then the last one is really just what do the Houston Rockets do? I'm mean, Rockets, Houston, Texans do at number two, right? There's some been some talk now that they may not go quarterback at number two. And if they don't, that affects the Bears in a couple of different ways that could potentially take a player that the Bears would have selected at number nine, right? Um, A Paris Johnson or or whatever else. Not to say that, I mean, hey, where do things have happened? But if that takes a player potentially off the Bears board and it moves a quarterback further into this draft, it increases the opportunity for the Bears to trade down, right? Because at that point, if your talent goes earlier in, it takes one of those positions off. And then depending on what the other teams uh, between the Bears and number two do, if that takes away a talent that you had locked in on your board that you were targeting in this draft, you absolutely at that point maybe do consider trading down. Maybe do consider, let's take a look at what you have to offer if you want this quarterback who's going to be at number nine. And so the the Houston Texans passing up on a quarterback at number two could completely change the way that this NFL draft looks. And I don't say those words lightly. I mean, it could considerably change what this draft looks like. That is something that It started to come out lately, and so you guys know if you've been following uh, this channel or watching the the kind of as we get further into this draft process, and when these kind of wonky type rumors pop up, I start thinking that it is you know analysts or whatever just kind of stirring up headlines and things like that. But if it does happen, if the Houston Texans pass up a quarterback at number two and go a completely different position, right? It 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 will turn a lot of people's draft boards on on its head, and we can then see it get really weird for the rest of the top 10. So, you know, that's something to look at for as well. And if it does, right, get wonky, do the Bears completely pivot, right? Do they maybe go a position that we didn't expect? Do they then go Devon With- Witherspoon, right, at number nine for cornerback just because of the level of talent there, right? I'm not saying that those things are likely, but those are things that you do have to look at and consider if the if the draft gets completely wild and crazy. Like, hey, we've seen it before. Drafts have gotten crazy before. So we'll see what you know we can have all the mock drafts in the world right and a lot of the mock drafts are starting to shape up and kind of all coming in on the bears drafting paris johnson um or darrell white another one that that you guys know we like darnell right here but um as the draft continues and if it does get a little bit crazy in that top five pick area i tell you what the rest of the teams in the, in, the, in that top 10 is going hey we can start seeing a mad dash of trades not just with the bears but in other teams as well so That is absolutely something to look out for. The combination of the Texans not going quarterback at number two, like expected, and the combination of Jalen Carter potentially falling as well. Those two things happening in congruence that could get crazy, right? That can make this draft be one of the drafts that we kind of had it pegged on what most teams are going to do. That can completely turn it on its head. So, you know, we'll end up seeing what that turns into and what that means for the bears going forward. But again, uh, so that's kind of it on that. Before we go, I do want to talk about Robbie Gold say, saying that he would return to the Bears in a heartbeat. Now, you guys know, Cario Santos, C-Dub here, cannot stand Santos. And so, with Robbie Gold potentially returning, right? But, you know, he's also 40 years old, but he's saying that he would love to come back to the Chicago Bears. He played 11 seasons for us. We know we know the history there. Um, And, you know, could that potentially open up the doors to doing something? I told you guys before, if they do cut Santos, what they get in, in saving the salary cap, but I don't think that's highly expected. I think this is one of those things, much like with like B- Bulls fans who have this conversation every season on how Derrick Rose to become a Chicago Bear again. Robbie Gold, while a legend for the Chicago Bears, and if you can be a legend at kick, maybe legend is too strong of a word there, brother. Uh, and I'm talking to myself on that one. But, you know, if you, if you do bring him back, how does that change what you do at free agency or, or anything? So, you know, I don't think it's likely. I think this is, again, one of those kind of in the free agency before the draft type conversations that, It just goes, but he's not going to be returning to his team. That's fine. If he does come back to the Bears, hey, we'll celebrate it here. But that is it, man. But, hey, that's it for today's daily episode. To start off this draft week, we got a lot of content coming for you this week, uh, especially with the two live streams. We'll be live streaming during the draft on day one and day two, so make sure you guys are tuned in for that to see what the Bears uh, do in the draft and how they continue to reshape this team, how Ryan Poles continues to reshape this team. But that is it. Make sure you're following the show at Bears Central, You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central with gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And we'll see you guys, hey, all over the week, man, because we're dropping content heavy and fast this week, man. But like I liked in every episode on, man, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all.